You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 34. I am your best host, Matt Lindsay. And I'm tired. <laughs> mate, I'm Dave Ferrari, but I tell you what, what a week, Matty. What a week it has been in hockey, mate. And what a start to episode Austin Matthews. Austin, you know what? I wouldn't have thought that for 34. Mm. I, I, was, I did have a think before we started, and uh, you'll never guess who came to my head. And I don't even know if he wears 34, <laughs> but uh, mate, when I grew up watching hockey, the Florida Panthers had just end, entered the league, and I had a VHS tape that I'd just re-watch all the time, Philadelphia Flyers versus the Florida Panthers. All the time. The tape didn't bust and get stuck in the machine. Yeah, but then you get the pencil out, you rewind it. Oh, you of course, it yeah. Packed back in. Uh, John Van Beesbrook, the goaltender for Florida back then. JVRB. I wore 34. There you go. Oh, I've been wrong before. <laughs> I've been wrong before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 34, mate. Very just, good. Just trucking along nicely. Do you know why he picked 34? Beesbrook? Matthews. Um, tell me. Because he knew he was going to rob the Maple Leafs after his three year contract and asked for $11.34 million. There you go. God, no yeah. relation at all, really, when I've no, said it out loud. No, in fact... He actually would have had the number before he would have picked that. Yeah. But that, anyway. Anyway, there's the lunch bell again. That's right. Um, moving on. And moving on we are, mate, because we have a jam-packed episode it's a big for 34. Show. It is. Lots of NIHL talk. We've Ooh. been flat out. And, mate, obviously, let's get the biggest news out of the way. My baby's not here yet. Yeah, you are not a father yet. Well... I guess you really are a father right now. It's just not, yeah, guess, not yeah. uh, technically, but it's not in the in the open air yet. No, that's so right. To speak. Hasn't taken its first breath, I suppose. Yeah. Um, out in the open world. So no, otherwise Crazy. I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't so, be, and I and you wouldn't be. But the show goes on, Maddie. It does. It's and been that's, a, it's been a busy week of NIHL, but also bloody flyby. Tryouts. Tryouts and auditions. Yeah, exactly. And oh. uh, wasn't that something interesting? Oh, I tell you what. On was, Monday night, we had our first we had our first audition come in. Um, Sat in that seat right there. He did. And look, first first uh, question we asked him, he, he couldn't get a word in. It no. was just nonstop cackling. He was he was buckled over, so Look, I don't know if he's going to make the cut. Um, I Tears will say running down the face. Look, he was I, well dressed, though. He was well dressed, and he speaks well, to be honest. But you know, as we know, I don't have any time to edit this thing uh, while I'm going to be away, and I just don't know if you've got the patience to uh, definitely not. You know, cut up the the three words he might say between uh, minutes of laughter. So, but we have the mute button with the machine. That's true. I could have heavily lean on that. But anyway, mate, there's other candidates out there, and uh, it's just going to be. A surprise. That's right. And uh, that it will be. <laughs> exactly. It will be surprising. So anyway. Look, big shoes to fill from my end. Yeah, I'd well, not really. You wear a size five skate, which has <laughs> always been strange for me because it's a junior size technically. Yeah, it's because I'm trying to save some money, mate. Um, you save about 300 bucks if you go down to junior. You do. And actually, uh, before we got into the junior skate, Matty was getting around in a size seven yeah. when he was really meant to be a five, so... That's why I get to go to the podiatrist to try fix all my uh, feet problems from too much rubbing. That's why we try, you know, really focus on getting people in the right size skate. Right there is fit. there is a few people in the league that still don't, 
But hear it from me, you don't want to be in a skate too big for you. You never want to be too big for your boots. Too big for your boots. I love it, mate. Well done. All right. Uh, let's start with the NHL, Davey. Ooh, We've okay. mentioned 3-4. We've mentioned Austin Matthews. The Leafs are starting to pick it up a little bit. I know it's, you know, it's only been a couple of games in a row, but they have won two in a row. Or maybe even three in a row now, actually, I think about it. Okay. But they played really well yesterday. Uh, when I was watching them, they versus Vegas. Now, Vegas was very... Depleted. Depleted. Yeah, they've got a lot of injuries. Their top guys are gone. It was basically an AHL team, really, um, with Leonard in net. But um, they looked good. Matthews looked good. He got two goals. Marner looking a bit more creative. Um, but look, the Leafs aren't as exciting as the Flames right now, mate. Not even close, mate. <clears throat> NHL first star of the week, Jacob Markstrom in the net. Mm, he's been 106 huge. of 107 shots. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, mate, we're just we're we're just winning. Mm. We uh we're second in the West. Uh two points behind the Oilers now. But we'll we'll catch them, mate. Oh, easily. Um, but we were talking today too, mate. They might even be getting better with the trade rumors of Jaikel. Jack Eichel. Yeah, you know, I was a big fan and wanting him, but now we're doing so well. It's like, oh, do you mess with it? But mm. I think long term you do. Like he's such a special, 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 such a special player. You did have some dental work today. I had a numb tongue for the first time. I've had a lot of dental work over my journey, and mm. today was the first time the whole tongue swell, swell, swell up. Yep. Swell. Swalt. Swollen. Swelled. Swalt isn't a word. Don't copy that one. And. Uh, and yeah, I just had the, the fat tongue going on. So it was an interesting conversation on the drive over here. Mm. I picked you up. and Have they offered you shares in that dental practice yet? Uh, no, no. Gotta be close. <laughs> I should have taken that option because it would have been, <laughs> been cheaper. And we're not even there yet, mate. I've still got to get the front bunny fixed, get the finishing touches put on that one. Well, you're looking great, mate. Thanks, mate. Are they looking a bit whiter? They actually are. Yeah, I've done a bit of... Done a bit of spray painting to them. Ah, very good. Doesn't last a long time. It is. A, yeah. Well, see, I got to get them as white as I can now because when I get the fake one put on, of course, it's, that won't ever change. Yes. So I don't want to. I don't want to get a. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't want to get I a do. yellow, and then I do whiten my teeth. I got one yellow one, or I get a super white fake one, mm. and then the rest are yellow. It looks like you've got opposite yeah. and got ninety percent gold teeth instead of just the one that yeah. other people do. Yeah. Yeah. The watered down gold tooth version. <laughs> Can we? You're getting way off track today. I like oh, it. They're just flowing. Track. Uh, speaking of off track, you now have wardrobes on track in Matty White's wardrobes. Matty White, mate. Matty White come in this week uh, and did the job. And I tell you what, mate, I have a complaint. Uh, because Let's hear it. You know me. I li- I like to complain. I'm a complainer. Mm. Um, ESPN. They've been getting it with both barrels, yep. and they're going to today. Um, had, yeah, there's a heap that I complain about. So Matty White comes in. He's there for three hours, mm-hmm. and, mate, it's, he's bloody nailed it. It's, it's perfect. perfect. I've got nothing to complain about. That is annoying. So, yeah, mate, I, the wife's happy. Um, it's, it's, he's done a great job, so... Matty White, hats off to you, mate. I was I've tried I've picked through it a few times now, and I just can't find anything. Mm. Um, like you said, it does track beautifully, and especially I got one. I got the old house where everything's out of whack, you know, like yeah, warped yep. walls, a bit sinking here and there. But um, 
it's just hidden all that and it's uh, sitting beautiful. I haven't filled it with my clothes yet. But because uh, I've got to order a new flip and fold, my other flip and fold, <laughs> the, <laughs> no the arm broke off it. So get the new flip and fold in, and I'll get the clothes in there, nice and neat. Excellent. And uh, yeah, anyway, done a great job, mate. When's yours due? Oh, who knows? It's disappointing to hear how good he's done because that's obviously the reason why he's so busy leading up to next year. So look, he was he was planning to come out next week to to have a look see and, and measure up, but obviously we're most likely going to be away. Um, you know, hopefully in the hospital with a new child, so doesn't quite line up, but hopefully in, in the weeks uh, after that, once we're back home. Yeah, he'll get there, mate. Worst case, uh, I can have a crack at it for you. Mm. Yeah, I've seen your handiwork around here in a few cupboards, and actually we did we did contribute to this office here, now I think about it. We were, we were owner-operators. I mean, Lockie, well, we Lockie Power was the actual uh, craftsman, mm. um, but we were kind of the project managers, really, weren't we? Yeah, and we're going to be again when we turn this thing into a full-blown studio with mm. the soundproof walls. Because uh, guys let, let's and girls, um, it's a big season coming up and the podcast will be uh, often happening as games are going on. So we may be just dragging players into the, the studio slash office mm. Uh, mm. and getting their two cents on the season, just checking in with them, uh, getting some more people in front of the mic, catching up and just hearing more from the community so we don't have to... Uh, Babylon about um, our boring lives, mate. That's right. And no one can really screen us that way either. They just get grabbed, brought in here. There's exactly. no looking at the phone going, oh, it's Matt and Dave again. Not a chance of yeah. answering that one. Dodge it. You know, you can't. Mm. There's, one, there's one entry of the rink. And, exactly. Uh, and the studio is right there. Now, speaking of dodging phone calls, Chris Gazzari uh, just called us out on the way we got a hold of him because he said the easy reason for dodging our calls initially was because we kept calling him as a group he could see that we were both calling him, so he knew it was going to be a flyby right. interview. Yes. But the last time it was just me, mate, and he thought, oh, I better answer to Matty. He might have something. So it's uh, personal against me now, is it? I think, yeah, I think that's okay. what he was saying. Right. Um, but anyway, that's how, we, that's how we snagged him. Through your name. <laughs> there Good we go. getting those second assists this year, Chrissy. Exactly. All right, well, let's uh, do we want to start diving into the NHL rosters, mate, Davey? Why not? Let's kick it off. It's uh, Look, they're all up online now. NIHL-hockey.com or hyphen-hockey.com. Uh, it always annoys me, that one, that uh, our NSA website and that have the hyphen. Yeah. Because some people call it a dash. Some people don't know what a hyphen is. Some people think you're saying hyphen. Mm. NSA, you know. But it, uh, we all know what it is. Who NIHL. would have thought NSA was taken? It's just crazy, <laughs> isn't it? It is. Especially, yeah. yeah. Anyway, NIHL hockey, um, all the rosters are up except for junior. Now, and the juniors knew this year, so I do feel bad. Juniors, we're, we're a bit behind on you because there's a lot going on there and uh, we have a lot of great people doing some great work in, um, in Hal and Gav, Dawn, of really making sure uh, it goes off well and we get the even teams. doesn't look like we're going to have four with the juniors. It'll likely be just the three teams. Mm-hmm. So a little bit delayed with them, but they are in the works nonetheless. Uh, so they should be out in the coming days, I would say. I'd say by the end of the weekend, yep. they should be up there and live. That would be the plan, mate, because they're set to kick off the following Saturday. The That's 13th. right, 13th. Yeah. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. So, um, yeah, all the rosters are live on the website today. However, um, from when they went live this morning to now, and yesterday, obviously, because we record this uh, day in advance, mm-hmm. Um, we've already had to make some changes. Yes, uh, and that's just how that's just how it goes. These are all 
normal changes. That's right, mate. We have a trade to announce. Uh, Gary is always, Batman that is, always busy um, doing some trades and there's various reasons for that. Um, oftentimes, people are put in a certain division, they can't make that night. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, um, even though it doesn't always seem like it, we try to accommodate everyone. We try to get players playing in their the division that best suits them on the team that they prefer that gives us an even competition. Um, and there's just so many moving parts, which I'm sure everyone appreciates. But if one player even just pulls out, that sometimes can trigger another five moves, which better gets everyone their preferences, their appropriate division or team, yep. and supports a competitive balance. So um, on the surface, sometimes we, you know, uh, Batman calls and we'll make that trade. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, why? It doesn't really make much sense. But believe me, you peel the peel the uh, onion back. There's many layers, and uh, it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, a lot of moving parts, mate. A lot of, uh, and then other things. You know, life gets in the way sometimes. Injuries, people have to pull out, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. But that just opens the door to, to someone else. So, rosters alive, mate. Um, and you've done a lot of the plugging in. How's it looking, mate? I think. Oh, touch wood. I think on paper we've made. A fairly balanced, I'm going to say it, a fairly balanced competition. Hopefully I don't eat my words in a couple of weeks, but, you know, at least on paper, it, everyone's, you know, been away for so long. Sometimes it's hard to gauge. It is. Some people have put on the kilos, some people have reduced. Yeah. Some people have been working hard in the off-season like we've seen uh, through our socials. Yeah. Um, we certainly haven't ourselves. No, we know about putting the kilos on and yeah, on and off. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, why I mentioned that. On, one of us has put them off. Mm. Won't say who. No, that's right. Um, but yeah, look, I think let's start with Div 1 here. We're not going to go through every player or anything like let's that. Let's talk but Div 1, mate. Absolutely. Let's talk Div 1 to start off with. So, you know, we've got the Sonics with the Nadines. Um, oh, what's your, that's your clubhouse. It is my clubhouse. The Lindsay, um, the Lindsay family clubhouse, I should say. That's right. Myself. Uh, Represented in three divisions. Papa Stephen and uh, my younger sister, Emma, are uh, spread out over three divisions. So that's very exciting. I do like the Sonics jersey. Um yeah, we're captained by none other than Patrick Naden, mate. So, um, very excited to be a part of Paddy's team again. We did uh, win the championship in summer last season. Right, reigning so champs, reigning champs. That's right. I know it's new new clubhouses, new team names, new teams even. We have shuffled a few uh, players around to different teams because as a lot of people may know or may not know, we did have a Central Coast team last summer in the Brewers who uh, were unfortunately not able to commit to this summer season, so we had to spread out a little bit more um, from the three other teams we had to make four, which has resulted in some Division Two players actually um, a lot stepping of call up. Ups, yeah, yeah, a lot of call ups have come in, but you know, looking at the Sonic, the Sonics, sorry, um, some real high end talent there. Like you said, Paddy Naden, Hamish Powell, yourself, Maddie. Um, you know, three players with a wealth of AIHL and national team experience. All three of those players have played for Australia. Crazy. Mm. But and only one of them still has a promising career. <laughs> Sorry, I should uh, say two. I shouldn't speak for Hamo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, two Throwing of them. stones around. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the biggest news for the Sonics is the departures, really. So, mm. you know, Hanson, Lamet, Solier, Solier, uh, Seckham, Serial, Terrio. Joey T, Payne. So those guys... Huge turnover. Big turnover. Um, and they're going to help another team, which we'll get to shortly. But I think that what you know made you guys champions is that even with those guys leaving, 
still have a solid, solid roster. Mm. Uh, but what I really like about your team is the young guys. I'm so excited to see a guy like Connor Mason, who is, uh, you know, he's come out of the midgets in rep. He has played for the Greenhawks a few times now in Division Two and been a real impact player for them. Yep. Now he's getting thrown in the deep end and seeing if he can really hold his own in Division One. I think he can. Um, I think he's a smart player. Uh, and also Cameron Hughes. Now Cameron Hughes, um, I coach both those players actually on the international peewee team, or sorry, Australian peewee team at the international um, Quebec City tournament uh, on different years. But uh, Cam was on uh, one of my more recent teams with that, uh, which was still a few years ago. Anyway, I'm making this sound way more complicated than it needs to be, but Cam really impressed me back then. Um, the unfortunate thing is he hasn't gotten much taller, but uh, the small package, just unbelievable um, competitor and excellent hands. I really think he's going to be a good Division One player and beyond. I can see him making some some good rep teams in the future. Yep. But this is going to be a big test for him and uh, I can't wait to see him uh, take that on. Yep, absolutely, mate. Totally agree. Now, what about the uh, the players that are coming back after a few years? Yeah, mate. Um, and where do we start? There's uh, Just in general? I was going to just say that? the Sonics. I was going to talk Ooh, about Jackson mate, Knight, mate. Jackson Knight, that's right. Uh, he used to be on a team with us in the Blackhawks. But Jackson Knight uh, played East Coast, rep hockey all the way up, went overseas and played a bit of junior hockey in Canada, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then has taken a, a bunch of years off now. So it'll be interesting to see how Jackson goes. Solid defender in his day. Yep. But, uh, you know, I hope he hasn't let COVID uh, affect the fitness too much. Mm, and, uh, he that's should right. Be fine. Exactly. Well, let's move on to the... Uh, the Navigators now, Davey, right. in Timmy Stanger's team. Timmy Stanger's team. And what a pickup they got in uh, our very own John Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's going to be massive for them. And then they just, mate, they were at the uh, the rummage sale when the Sonics were just cleaning up shop and they picked up all the scraps. Now, scraps. But Sammy Lamott, Josh Hansen, Ryan Solulaire, Chris Shepard, who's uh, new to the league, but has been in new, living in Newcastle for a little while now. East Coast Hockey League level player. Yep. Um, Chuck Mann. Chuck Mann. You know, so, well, he, he he wasn't with the Sonics last year, but yeah. Was he? Yeah, he was. No, uh, light, Lightning? No. Yeah, okay. He won it with us, mate. That's, of course he did. Chucky. So, so the Navigators just, uh, you know, they're picking up those seconds from the, the, the Chiefs or, or now Sonics. Yep. And I think they've put together what I believe is the strongest team on paper, Matty. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, they have a lot of high-end talent, but also they probably have the best uh, middle pack, I would say, in all the rosters. You know, the players that turn up every week that are usually the fittest uh, out yep. there yep. and are just built for summer hockey. So... I do agree. I think they have the best middle pack and they're going to be one of the strongest teams in Division 1 um, with Travis Lang on the back end there in net. Yeah, and mate, one of the most promising up-and-coming goalies, Travis Lang. And you know wherever he is, uh, the number one supporter, won't, the legend's dad won't be far away uh, cheering him on. Yep, exactly. Mate, the galaxy. The galaxy up in the stars. Uh, but we start off with Amelia Matheson captaining a team again. Now, it's probably been her... She probably started captaining for us when we started, wasn't it? About seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, her and Timmy have kind of shared it um, mm. on again, off again a little bit as far as who took the reins on it. But uh, in the last few years, you've really seen Mel jump into a leadership role both in the NIHL and even, uh, you know, 
with her coaching, taking the reins of the East Coast Super League team. Yep. And more recently, uh, assistant coach of the AIHL North Stars team throughout their McCormick Cup uh, this year yep. and uh, and what looks to be beyond. So, yeah. Look, yeah. And looking at their roster, mate, they did take a few of the, the uh, Sonics champions from last year as well in Sekum and Joey, um, as well as Harrison Payne. So, you know, they've got... Sekum, uh, I think, is maybe one of the most underrated players yep. getting around. Actually, even Dodsey too. Dodsey's over there. Yep. And uh, he... And uh, no, I'm going to throw a bit of a fence toward him, but he doesn't. He doesn't uh, make it look easy out there. Mm-hmm. But he's one of those guys. He's, he's playing a line with him, and all of a sudden, it's like, man, this guy's making a lot of stuff happen. Yep. And you look at the game sheet; he's got a few points at the end of the night. So um, makes it makes it look harder than he needs to. But yep. but uh, damn fine player. Yeah, mate. Sekum is one that I'm going to miss uh, being on the Sonics roster this year, but I definitely think he's going to boost uh, that Galaxy team. Mate, biggest uh, the biggest ends for that team. Mm-hmm. Sean Ultram, yep, uh, former North Star, actually a player that you followed in the footsteps. Where you know he wore number three, then you wore number three. Mm-hmm. He was an assistant captain, then you were an assistant captain. Yeah, he uh, played for the Australia team, and then and, I did. Then yep. you played for the Australian team. Yep. So Some would say he's my you, idol, but I would never you, say that. We could expect you on the Galaxy in a few years, and but Sean <laughs> Ultram back, and um, more notably Matt Price. Yeah, that's right. It's. Uh, Look, Pricey's been around forever. Um, he's never really jumped into the summer competition. Uh, NIHL um, rookie. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Obviously, he's good on Wednesday night drop-ins and things. But, um, yeah, curious to see how he goes in the structure of the NI. Yeah, obviously, Canberra brave player. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll have a big impact for the Galaxy. And then finally, mate, the Astros, uh, my team. Well, Gab Thurston's team, but uh, the team that I am on. Yep. Uh, what do you think of our roster, mate? I'm liking it. Yeah, mate. It's uh, again. It's it's similar to the old Red Wings. So just a wealth of knowledge there. Um, older, older roster, that's for sure. A lot yeah. of uh, you walk in the room and and you smell that uh, deep heat. The A five three five. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's the better. it's the team that's usually stretching and uh, coming for a pregame before each game just to make sure the body's warm. But look, you've you've also injected a few uh, youthful players in Mackenzie Gallagher and Hunter Ellen. Uh, this year, which I think is a, a smart move, really. Yeah. Um, you know, while you guys start to um, crisp up a little bit and expire, you've got some new youth coming through to replace the old bone. So um, I think that's really going to help you guys. But you've probably got the, the second uh, strongest, I think, middle pack for uh, a team. Navigators have you uh, covered there, I think. But, you know, when you look at the solid players of Joel Fraley, Rob Mack, um, Gav, you mentioned, Mitch Het, all those players are very effective, smart, um, not necessarily the superstar caliber of like a Paddy Naden or something like that, but um, just very, very solid players. So I think it's going to be a competitive team. Absolutely, mate. And Ethan Spell backstopping the Astros, I think that'll be a good fit uh, for them. Uh, and Jason Polglay is making his step back into the Division One scene this year with the Galaxy. Obviously, Tom Munro. Um, taking the season off yep. from the Sonics, so Tim Waterson. There's a bit of a bit of a three way move there with goalies, but mate, that's Division One. Like you sorry, said, sorry, mate, but I'm gonna have to eat my words because you've got Liam Manwaring. I've just seen that on the roster. Yeah, yeah, he's just snuck under the radar. Yeah, didn't he? You do have a Paddy Naden like uh, player there, so mm, interesting, interesting roster. I'd, you know, I'd love to see Gary's opinion on that because, you know, I reckon if I know Gary, he thinks that team is stacked. 
Yeah, mate, and and you do know him, so that's a good call. But look, mate, there's four even teams, I think. Um, but in Division One, probably more than any other division, it really depends on who shows up. We know you're going to be a bit AWOL um, mm. with the. Uh, baby I'm flaky on. at the best of times, exactly. Mate. So, baby on the way, mate. Uh, you know the Sonics going to be struggling early on, but uh, no, nah, look, that's all fun. I think there's some great teams, and there's only uh, what three or two. Spots two, sorry, two spots left in Division One um, for any more signups, um, and yeah, hopefully we can get them. Hopefully we can fill it. But Matty, moving forward, Division Two, uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's change it up and go snake draft style, mate. So let's start with the Astros. Absolutely. So Miles Nidri, um, you know, and got his kind of core of Hawks players from Division Two. Yep. Obviously, Miles and Gav work closely with the uh, Rep Division One team, so there was a good tie in there. So Miles brought his crew to the Astros D two, and uh, and what a good crew it is. So um, a bit more of the same there, Eric in net, but some great new additions. Um, Ollie Vanderloet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ollie uh, Ollie V. Uh, who else we got there, Maddie? Liam Steele. My eyes are failing me a little bit. Liam Steele, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And Dan Fennick. Dan Fennick, yep. And Tom Tebow as well. So he was a guy that's returned just for a few short weeks in the winter season. Um, so it'll be good to see him get a full season worth back playing again. Um, but look, it's a team that I think we know exactly how it's going to perform, really, which we can't Consistent. say about a lot of teams because um, there has been a bit of disruption throughout the league. But... Um, I think this team and a team we'll get to shortly, the Navigators, are probably going to be the most, uh, what's the word, predictable teams mm. this season. Uh, so let's move on to the Navigators now, Davey. Yeah, mate. Uh, and With the ooh-ha-ha. I was going to say it. Ooh-ha-ha. That's, uh, that is code word for Tristan Rutherford and his lunch pail crew, mate. And, uh, yeah, very solid lineup. Um Brad Lindsley and goal backing them up. Yep, I'm surprised he didn't want to join the Sonics. Actually, Lindsley being, uh, you know, part of the family, brother from another. Um, yeah, but mate, um, look, my eyes are failing me, and that list is much closer to you. So <laughs> you're gonna have to just steer me in the right direction here. I know no they got a lot mate. of the regulars. They do. I guess we want to just touch on the uh, the new additions with some of the youth as well, similar to your team in Division One, mate. They've got. Uh, some young guys with Tom Garris and Flynn Toomey. Yeah, so Tom Garris, exceptional player status, got the play up nod. Yep. And uh, Flynn Toomey, obviously another midget player. Um, so, yeah, I'd be really keen to see how they hold their own in Division 2. Um, personally, well, we know um, Flynn, who haven't played a bit of Division 2, will be just fine. But Tom Garris, mate, I think, uh, you know, it's a bit young to put the prospect tag onto some players, but I really think he is... Um, you know, one of the top prospects in Newcastle for his age group. Mm. Uh, not the only prospect, but he's a kid that uh, wants to get to, to be playing for the North Stars in the AHL one day. So it really starts here for Tom, you know, yep. playing against some adults now. Uh, it's going to be difficult for him, but uh, hopefully he can find his feet, bring his game. And I know he's going to be supported well on, on with Tristan and his Navigators crew. But uh, yeah, I'll be really eager to see how well he can perform and just get used to to competing against adults. Mm, exactly. And just speaking of Flynn quickly, mate, it was great to see on Monday night that uh, Flynn's dad is donning the equipment and given Learn to Play a Crack. That's right, mate. So uh, Navigators D4, we've got a spot pencil in for you. It's not, he's not there yet, but, yep. mate, as soon as he, he gives us the nod, 
uh, we'll fire him in there and uh, he can start playing for reals. Absolutely. Let's jump to Div 2 Galaxy now. Davey with Kelly Stock as the captain. Kelly Stock, great player. Look, I'd really like to see Kelly play in Division 1, to be honest. Cause yeah, it was very close. She uh, played with her and dropped in a few nights. Uh, just a phenomenal player, but does a great job of leading the Galaxy uh, and she'll do a great job again. But... Um, yeah, similar, a few returnees from the Bears team and then some great new additions, Matty. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's, um, yeah, bit of a mixed team. Uh, didn't have all of the Bears players returning just for whatever personal reasons they had, but we were able to inject them with a few other players, mate, in some actually some North American blood. Yeah, mate, tell us about Matt Smith. Yeah, Matty, Matty Smith, so... Uh, He's a, a friend of a friend, I believe, um, throughout the, the rink, a Canadian guy that started working locally here in Newcastle. And, um, you know, it doesn't take long for Canadians to find that there's a rink in Newcastle and get down here. And I believe he came to a drop-in a couple of weeks ago where you were at, Davey. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a colleague, I believe, a uh, colleague and friend of Joey T's in Division 1. And, uh, yeah, came out to drop in. Um, he'll be well-suited to the Division 2 level. But also, mate, uh, is it Brent? Brent Gilbert? It is Brent Gilbert. Brent Gilbert, uh, another overseas player who's been in Australia for about 10 years now, I believe. He played a lot of hockey, his hockey overseas. And, mate, he's a player where, um, you know, I think once he finds his feet, he could even be a Division One candidate. So some great new blood there for the Galaxy. Um, and obviously Chris Wobbles-Priestley backstopping them. Um, coming off a, a, a pretty good season uh, when I've seen, seen him out at drop-in and uh, in the East Coast and such. And finally, mate, the Sonics. The Your Sonics, mate. old my, man's team. Yep, my uh, house, clubhouse. Well, Tommy Zantano's team. He's, he's a skipper. Well, that's right, uh, exactly. Mate, the biggest news for the Sonics is they have the hottest goalie of the short and winter season, Matty Montgomery. That's right, mate. It's very exciting to see Matty back again. He was obviously having a stellar season in the uh, Division Two Winter Comp for those first three weeks. Only I think it was only one goal against over three games or something ridiculous. Yes, so just, that is as dialed in as I've seen a goal in the NRHL. So hopefully he can continue that because, that's right. mate, I think the Sonics are going to need it. Now, nothing yep. against their team, but uh, they are a team that is team. If they play as a team, follow Stephen Lindsay's guidance a little mm, bit, mm. we know they can be competitive. And in fact, I believe it got them to a final in autumn. Yeah. Um, or, or that crew. Now, exactly. There's been some changes. Yep. But I like their team. However, if they stray from the team game, um, I think they're going to have to lean on Matty Montgomery heavily. So hopefully they can do that. Mm. They have some high-end scoring in Ethan Speld. But, um, you know, I think, I think they just need to play – Connected hockey together, yep. I mean, that'll be just fine. Absolutely. And they have the uh, the infamous Chris Kazari on that team, mate. Now, I'm not going to say who, but holy smokes, I reckon he yep. could fill three teams with the amount of people that put him as a preference. He was the he was by far the single most sought-after player mm. uh, in this uh, in this comp this year, yep. Space Launch. Yep. More people wanted to play with Chris Kazari than they wanted to play with you, Matty. I oh, know. Or and that, is, that is shocking, isn't it? Or anyone else <laughs> in the league. So, mate, Chris, well done. Oh, absolutely. Um, we commend him. And we're not surprised, really. He's no, a great guy. We, he's, we, I'd want to play with him. Yeah, he's very likable likeable <laughs> around the rink. Um, so, no, definitely not surprised. I wanted to shout Chris out on that one. But um, that's the Division 2 rosters, mate. Let's jump into Division 3 now, um, where we've got the Sonics as primarily the old Sharks team um, with just a few... 
additions that, um, you know, have come back after a few seasons off, uh, notably Cheyenne Murphy. Cheyenne Murphy. Now, mate, Cheyenne Murphy, Michaela Wakefield, who's not a Sonic, but those two who are actually related um, somehow. They started playing hockey at the same time and uh, just improved dramatically a few years ago. And then kind of just after that, Cheyenne uh, took uh, some seasons off, which is what you do, you know, you're finishing school, getting a job, just getting on with life. So it's really great to see her back, mate, because, um, you know, I'm sure it's going to take a few games for her to get her feet back under her, but Cheyenne is just a heck of a player. Yep. Uh, And Michaela Wakefield is back as well, but uh, on the Galaxy. So, yeah, good to see some of those players coming back. Emma Mooner, obviously, back in between the pipes yep. uh, for the Sonics, which is great, and obviously led by Michelle Kulcher. Um, yeah, outside of that, not many changes, mate. It's pretty much dead on the uh, the Sharks roster from the winter comp, so good to see most of those players back and ready to go for the summer. Let's go over to the Astros now, where actually all of Division 3 really, mate, is former teams, more or less. Um, we've been able clusters, to yeah. Yeah, somewhat keep most of the band together. Um, with the Astros being primarily the old Bandits team. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Um, now, primarily, they're probably one of the teams that have some of the, the biggest change um, and got some, got some uh, particularly some young guys back in there. But the biggest news for the Astros is uh, them securing talent vocal in net. Yeah, because, that's massive. Mate, when they won their championship, obviously it was largely uh, on the play of Talon. Mm. Um, so having him back uh, is... Excellent. Um, yeah, I think that'll be great for them, particularly with a few uh, of the younger players they have on the tail end of their team this year, mate, in Tom Watkins, Archie Hearn, Oliver Dalzell, um, and Tommy Hodge, who's played um, a few seasons ago as well, has come back into the mix. So um, take a little while for him to find his feet again. So I think Talon's going to help them out big time. Absolutely. Now, Tom Watkins, mate, he's a player that really impresses me. Been doing a lot of learn to play, got involved with the Young Stars program a little bit, um, was involved with rep, both uh, practicing and playing some games as well. Still a pretty new player though, but I think um, he's one of those players where he's done a lot of practice now. He he really needs games and that's what he's going to get in the NIHL. I really think he, you know, if we had uh, you know, a, a hot tip for a, a most improved player, I think he's going to be someone that uh, would be a candidate for that this year. I can't wait to see him playing games week in, week out. Mm. Um, I think he's going to get, do just great. Absolutely. Let's jump to the Navigators now, mate, where Justin Marshall is the captain. Um, and only having one, one of his kids this year, not not the duo. Yeah, mate, not the duo because um, young Henry, no, Lewis, Lewis uh, done his knee. So mm. covering not far Lower body off. injury, mate. We know we don't Sorry, disclose yeah, things around here. Of course, yeah, uh, yep. Lower body injury. Yep, so he uh, he's out with the lower body, but not far off. We'll probably see him back, hopefully, in the coming seasons. But, uh, mate, the Marshall's there, but the... Yeah, you know, we talk about Matt White wardrobes, but uh, the the coolest, well, one of the cool things, sorry, a few cool things on this team, but mm. uh, Drake White, mate, Maddie's son, yep. who's just uh, a little pocket rocket of a player in uh, in the Bantams, really, really solid player. I really yep. like this guy, particularly the way he skates. Um, I think he's going to have a lot of fun playing with his old man in Division Three. Yeah, it's a very family orientated team, isn't it? It is family tie ties left and right mm. um, on this team. Obviously, we got the Marshalls, we got the Whites, we have the Garrises with Sue's playing with uh, her Sam, uh, Sam and her yep. partner Brendan Banks, 
And then um, the Tuckies, the Tuckies, mate, the three of them, the that Luke, Michelle, and uh, Andrew. Yep. So, uh, mate, it, it's a, it is a family affair, a very solid team, and mate, really happy that they've got their old old goalie back, Josh mm. Logan Pye. Not old by age, old by no, no, by playing he played career with the uh, gold miners back in the day, mm. uh, and a good a good change for them because. Uh, in the Navigators, now, how it worked is they're going to be wearing the blue jerseys. So they won't be in their traditional gold. But I think it'll be a good change for them. Mm. Um, change it up a little bit. Uh, but I like their squad. Yep, absolutely. And then the last one in Div 3, mate, is the Galaxy, who is uh, captained by JVA. JVA, mate, and some of his uh, Wolves core players getting it back on in the Galaxy uniforms. Um some notable, actually, yeah, a few notable uh, players here. Mm. One of which we spoke about in Division One, uh, Amelia Matheson. Her daughter now uh, playing in the same club, but in Division Three. Yep, Michaela Matheson. Yep, very um, excited to see how Michaela goes. And boy, has she grown. She she's about the size of Mel mm. now in height. So mm. she, uh, if she's anything like Mel with her skating and competitiveness, she will dominate. Absolutely. Um, Dawn Watt, who played previously on the Wolves before unfortunately getting injured, but is returning to the Galaxy after a few years off. Yeah, mate. And they also have Cal Rickford coming back in the pipes uh, as well. They've got Jackson, his brother, uh, playing up in Division 1 uh, for the Galaxy. Yeah. So got that family tie in the club there. But yeah, it's going to be great to see Cal Rickford back on the Galaxy as well. Absolutely, mate. Uh, when he's on, he's on. And uh when he's on, he's one of the best goalies in D3. He'll be challenging uh, Talon uh, and the other goalies for uh, for that crown. Absolutely. Let's move on to division favourite now. Sorry, division four, uh, where we've been able to solid uh, solid. Where we've been able to lock in four teams, mate. mate We're so is, happy about that. This is the best news. Um, if the button was closer, I'd give us an applause because. Yep. Division four, you're right. Uh, you know what? Let's do it. That's good. Oh, no. Well, that is good, mate. That is good, but it's um, the wrong one. No, that's not it, well, Let's celebrate it. We've got four teams yeah, sure. on the cooker. Um, you know, even just a few seasons ago, we didn't have enough for any. Then uh, we weren't sure if we could squeeze out two. We had a lot of play downs and such. Yep. But uh, now we have four uh, <clears throat> rather full, well, not full, but rather healthy teams mm. uh, that are all competitive and what I love about these teams, Maddie, is one, the pace is going to be excellent as far as, you know, for, for new hockey players that can play at a fun, comfortable pace. Yep. And that's not sliding the game. These guys, as I said, we've seen some of our best goals in the league come from this division, a la Benny's uh, one-timer slap shot, well, <laughs> snap shot, because you're not allowed a slap shot in that division. But um, some of the vet, the well, veterans. You know, we don't want to make anyone sound old, but we have some really good players that have played in Division Three previously, playing down in Division Four, continuing to hone their game because yep. it's it is that pace where they can still hone their game, but also making an impact on some newer players to the game on their experience. Players like Tanisha Brown, Brendan McCormick, who has a whack of games played in Division Three, mm-hmm. He's playing down in Division Four as well just to provide that leadership and still hone his game and have some fun. Yep. Um, Jacob Taylor, Jacob similarly. Jacob Taylor, Kay Farley. So there's some, there's some really good people in this division Yep. that is just going to help our new players fall in love with the sport like we all have. Um and, and continue to grow it so these four teams can then fill up 
And then who knows, Maddie? Maybe, you know, Division 3, we weren't really sure it would happen. Then it happened. And then Division 4, we were like, oh, yeah, we'll see. That's that's going to be way down the road. Yep. And boom, now it's happened. This Division 4 is here to stay. I can't help but think, uh, and I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but, mate, Division 5. Yeah, exactly, mate. We're only a couple of seasons away from it, I think. Like, when you think... When Division 3 started, that was only, what, five years ago, four years ago even? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, look, Division 3 fills out every season at this point that we've had to go to Division 4. And there's no way Division 3 was up to four teams in its second season like this has been. So, yeah. And it's crazy how the division just gets so much better. Like, even in Division 3, a lot of those players all started at the same time. And, uh, and again, no offence to any players, but Maddie, when that division started... The first, very first Division Three, where there were just two teams. Yep, it was a comedy. It uh, was in a, in a good, healthy, fun way. Um, people whiffing on the puck, people catching an edge, uh, people going offside. Yep, uh, it, it was all with huge smiles on their huge faces. Smiles it was on the their best. Faces, just like we see in Division Four now. Yep. So, um, you know, it uh, it all, everyone just gets better and better, and naturally a bit more competitive, a bit more competitive. But uh, having these divisions now, we just love that we have a spot for every every ability um, to play. That's right. Let's just quickly shout out our captains from each of these teams, mate. So we've got Ash Bailey as the Navigators captain. Yes. She's excellent. She's a great player. Has improved a lot, actually, since Learn to Play days. Um, We've got Tanisha headmanning the Astros, which we're super pleased with. She is excellent. Yeah, could have easily played Division 3. Yep. um, But we don't... So right now, we don't have any players crossing over. No. Previously, we had players who were playing Division 3 playing down. We're... um, yeah, right now we're happy with the numbers, so players will only play in one division as per the NHL rules. Yep. So Tanisha, um, yeah, we really commend her for taking that leadership role. And, and like we said, still going to hone her game and continue to improve um, because she's she's just been doing that uh, tremendously yep. in, the, in the last exactly. couple of seasons. Exactly. So then we've got Layla McKenzie as the Galaxy captain. In, in goal. In goal, yeah. which is fantastic because we do need goalies. Um, we're still searching for one goalie, actually, one aren't we? One short right now. Yeah. That'll happen. That'll happen. Uh, then Benny Armstrong for the Sonics. Um, so we've got really great communicators in that division. So there's going to be no issues there. There's a few more people from Learn to Play who have put in queries about playing in the league. So, we, you know, I'm pretty confident that we're going to get uh, close to a good, healthy couple of lines. Look, even today we added, uh, what, at least three players. Three more players, yep. players to the division. So, yep. you know, we're, we're uh, a week and a bit. And a, yeah, a week. Uh, 11 days, uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Not a math guy. Out. Uh, I can't help but think we're just going to continue to add. And uh, that division, uh, it's just going to be excellent, mate. Absolutely, Davey. I think that's enough on the rosters, mate. We've oh. uh, gaffed on for quite a while We've there. We've done a lot. And, and look, I just want to reiterate, um, we appreciate everyone's patience. Uh, and I, I don't want to bang on and... and you know, I love complaining. I said that off the back, off the top, sorry, <laughs> that uh, that we have a difficult job because we love doing it. But uh, there's just so many moving parts. We would love to get these out earlier. We would love to make sure every single player got exactly what they want, where they wanted to be and, and when. But um, there's just so much that goes into it. Vertical uh, clubhouse lines now. Um you know, players at carpool together work on certain people at work on certain nights and, and such and such. And then the competitive balance, which is our biggest priority. Mm. Um, so, you know, you, unfortunately, you can't please everyone. 
but uh, you know, we we try to look after the integrity of the league and and please and include as many people as we can. We mm. think we've done that to the best of our ability. Well, we know we've done it to the best of our ability. We think we've done the best job. Um, and now we start playing, mate. And just like today, it's a fluid uh, situation. Unfortunately, it's just natural. Injuries are going to happen. Yep. Uh, people may move away for work or whatever else. Uh, spots will open here and there, and we do have a waiting list right now. Uh, and you know, hopefully, we can get those people in and playing mm. uh, at some stage during this season. Absolutely, mate. All right, let's jump into our first segment now Oof. with Pride Tape sightings. <laughs> Davey, just the one for me this week. Not necessarily a sighting, wasn't it? Learn to play, but I think you might have one as well. But I want to give a shout out to one of our mates of the podcast, Shannon Bailey. He uh, he actually ordered this from us during lockdown. Um, but again, no, don't say that. It makes the sound. Yeah, well, we had that false promise that we actually had some in stock, but when we opened the That's box right. at home, it wasn't actually the bright tape. tape. So we, we couldn't get that. it to him, but we have been able to get it to Shannon now. So huge shout out to Shannon. So we appreciate you supporting the pride tape and its message, mate. I got a couple as well, mate. We had uh, the navigator's very own uh, assistant captain. Uh, drop into the rink last Friday and pick up a role. That's Glenn Reynolds. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and then also we had someone... The wool uh, man. Wool? Woolly? Woolly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Woolly. I was going to say Woofy, but no, Woolly. Uh, and we had uh, another one of our friends of the pod and actually a uh, player who had auditioned for a co-host gig, mm-hmm. uh, Mackenzie Gallagher, pick up a, a role on Monday night. Oh, Mackie G. Mac G. Excellent. That's very good. MFG. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate you supporting uh, being champions for change. Also, mate, I, 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 we've got to share this because this is something that's been long in the works, but the talks are heating up of uh, the Harbour Lights Sydney team. Yes. Uh, who also supporters of the Pride Tape and the whole messaging behind that. Um, you know, putting on some games. So mm. there is talk. Obviously, you know, we're just a busy time right now for us, just getting our own league in order. But hopefully over the course of summer, we can have some exhibition games. Yep. Um up here where we uh, host the Harbour Lights. Anyway, the the talks are, are just starting and uh, hopefully we can make that happen because, uh, you know, we follow them on the Instagram there. We love what they're doing. Yep, that'd be fantastic, and, uh, wouldn't it? would be a great fit. Absolutely. All right, now let's uh, dive into Davey uh, to find out who that mystery player was from last week. So let's jump in now to... Mate, yeah, I noticed you cut that a bit short last week too, but I'll let you off the hook because it's been a big week. Not the first one. The first one I let play out. It's the ones after that I shorten it. Yeah, okay. Don't know if I love it, but uh, anyway, look next Give week. Give the people mate, what they want, mate. Next week you might be on the board, and uh, oh. I may just change it all up. We maybe maybe clip central. Yeah, we'll probably drop in listens, but that's fine. <sighs> I'm nervous. Wait till we wait till I reveal the co-host. Uh, I can tell you get nervous about that. But anyway, um, where were we? We're about to reveal who the mystery player yeah, was, mate. mate. Who are you? Now, last week, um, oh, geez, there was a few clues. The player had played, you know, East Coast, won championship in East Coast uh, Super League. Yep. Played Division One. played Division Two. a little bit, dominated when they did. Mm. Um, but the biggest clue as far as feedback, people asking questions, and I think what led them to some incorrect answers was the motorbike. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I know back in the day I'd see this player with hockey gear on their back, including stick on the motorbike, quite the sight. Um, Davey, just quickly. Yeah, mate. 
Was it Corey Sheridan? There you have it, mate. It was, it was not. Okay. So we had that come in from uh, Brandon McCormick. Mm. So, mate, we've got him. We've got him reeling right yeah. now. Yeah. And I think part of me uh, is nervous to say that because I almost think that he's getting us, lulling us to a, into a false sense of security, thinking we have his number. Yeah. Because. Uh, Part of me thinks that he could have got that one. So I'm a, yeah. little, I'm a little fishy on Brendan getting that incorrect. But mm. uh, he did nonetheless. But, mate, was it Matt Taylor? Mm. Absolutely not. But also a motorbike rider. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Did Another someone have that or are you just they throwing did. it out there? No, no, yeah, they okay, did. Okay. Um, so who was it? Well, mate, the, the, uh, the who are you was none other than Mitch Het. Mitch Het. Fantastic. Well... Let's shout out the guys and girls who guessed Mitch Head. Hit the button, mate, and I'll let you know who had it. We had Mackenzie Gallagher. Okay. We had Cooper Naden, Sherry McCormick, and Nikki Hutchinson. Now, did you have Fantastic. That was the exact same list that I had, mate. So hopefully, hopefully we haven't missed anyone because we have been copping it lately. We have. And already I'm thinking, geez, Will McGann. Have I missed him again? <laughs> and I hope I haven't. But uh, you know what? I'll give him one anyway. Will McGann, mate. He got Mitch Hett right off right on the nose. There we go. Um, now, I guess you want another one for this week, don't you? I do, mate. If you're uh, prepared. We don't even have a run sheet today, ladies and gentlemen. So it's been... It's Hopefully, it's not just an absolute muzzle of and again, a it's uh, not, podcast. And again, it's not a poor us, but uh, busy week. Mm. Busy week indeed. That's right. Uh, but let's get to it now, mate, yeah, mate. this week's... Was that too short? Uh, it's just very short. Um, yeah, you know what? It's fine. Okay. Well, it's let's fine. try one more time. Can I do it how I would? All right, sure. So I'd say, all right, now for this week. Oh. Yeah, it's still short. Yeah, it is yeah. short. Okay. I feel like uh, I've done that before, but anyway. Yeah. No, I think it was exactly the same. So anyway, this week's, mate, um, mm-hmm. it's it's simple. It, uh, it's... <laughs> we don't have anyone like no, 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 I have someone. Okay. I thought it's, there's only going to be one clue. But now I think of it, there may be a second. So here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to say there's one player I'm thinking of that I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And I, when I came up with this, written on the back of my little envelope here, it was, it was going to be the only player playing in the NIHL that does not wear a cage or a visor because obviously, you know, you can't do that anymore. It's a grandfathered in rule. Correct. So you have to be of a certain age and uh, a certain uh, fearlessness <laughs> to wear to do that. Mm-hmm. So, they, so initially I thought there's one player in our league that doesn't wear anything. Who is it? And that's the who are you? Okay. But then obviously um, as I was th- sitting here, I've thought of another player. Now I've seen this player with a visor on. Like at times, they might have just been trying it. Right. But I still think they don't wear the visor. So I'm going to say it's twofold. Give me the player I was thinking of initially. Mm-hmm. But if you want a double point, give me both of them. Wow. And you will be, you will get double shout out. Okay. Okay. So the player or players not wearing a cage or a visor in the NIHL, think. <laughs> think old. I'm throwing him under the bus here. But, uh, Just hang on a second. I have, I have a question. Oh. I have a question, mate, and I'd like you to answer it. Yeah, mate. What year is it grandfathered back to? Yeah, I know. You had to ask me that, didn't you? I did. 
I think um, it's 74 or something. 74, 76 rings a bell. It's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've answered my own question. Yeah, look, you could Google it, but essentially, um, you know, back in the day, yeah, everyone knows. But, uh, Perfect, mate. All right, yeah. that is this week's. <laughs> All right, Davey. Let's wrap up. Would you have Ooh. you... Sorry, mate. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, would you or have you ever taken the ice uh, without a cage or visor on? Just go and bucket nothing over your face. I have. I didn't play a game, though. Practice. It was... Well, it was a... Uh, yeah, stick and puck on a, a Monday or Wednesday morning when I was younger. Um, I was fresh 18, I think. Thought I was pretty cool. I did a photo shoot, actually, for a newspaper. Mm. Um and yeah, well, wore no cage of Isaac because they wanted to see my beautiful face. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, it never got printed, so I don't know yeah, what happened there. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, um, but no, that was the only time. How about you, mate? Yeah, um, actually, for for a couple, a few years, uh, playing recreational hockey when I was living in Canada. Uh, yeah, just wore the bucket because I was coaching in the mornings where I had to wear a helmet, mm-hmm. and I just had uh, the one helmet on the go, and um, yeah. But, you know, when you're young and a bit silly, you think, uh, yeah, I loved Invincible. it. Invincible. I loved it. It was cool. But then you start losing some teeth and uh, thinking, geez, lucky that wasn't my eye. And, and you think, I should probably just put something on here. Yep. Yep. Very fair, mate. Mm. All right, let's jump into our final segment of episode 34, mate, with Dave's Question Corner. <laughs> Davey, for your Question Corner this week, I'm actually throwing it back to you because you have... Something that you'd like to bring up with the listeners on this episode, so go for it. Well, mate, I was. This was posed to me uh, through the socials during the week, uh, and it's something I've actually seen online a lot this week. And it is uh, surrounding the Edmonton Oilers superstar uh, Connor McJesus McDavid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now it's about him um, getting uh, fouled. And people have put online, I know Twitter's blown up about it a little bit, mm. um, mainly Oilers fans, but about how McDavid um, gets people take penalties against McDavid and it doesn't get called. Yep. Uh, a lot of people think that the referees are biased against Connor McDavid and he should be drawing more penalties than he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've put some video evidence to back that up. Uh, they also People have also referenced other sports, particularly and probably none more so than the NBA, that perhaps overprotect their superstars. You know, yep. If you lay a hand on a superstar, foul. Because they want the superstars playing like a superstar, doing the magic stuff, getting the points so for the fans because it is entertainment after all. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dave's question corner, my thoughts on this. Oh, look, and it's tough because I am biased. I, I don't like the Oilers. <laughs> and I don't like McDavid because he plays for the Oilers. Yep. But... Um, Look, I'm a bit of a dinosaur when it comes to hockey. And in my mind, I don't want the superstars given more leash. Mm. Uh, hockey is is a physical game and it's a, a real war of attrition. You know, 82 games. Uh, the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win in pro sports. So <clears throat> I, don't want su- I don't want the calls to be relaxed against superstars. Or sorry, toughened up, I guess, so they can get more more penalties called uh, for players defending them. Look, watching the videos of the clips that people have put out there on Twitter showing the examples for penalties on McDavid, in my opinion, the majority of them are not penalties. 
Okay. Uh, a lot of it is people reaching with their stick, but it's stick at puck, and it's something that you see in with every player in every part of the rink. One of the things I think doesn't help McDavid is his speed. His speed is he's obviously the fastest skater in the world. But if you look at his stride and how he gets going, he's very light on the ice. Mm. He's he's a quick, couple of light quick little pistons. Quick, quick little pistons, couple of light steps and he he's really good at getting his weight off the ice. Mm. Um in the air, you know, you don't really see him. A lot of players, when you see him put the jets on, they really almost lower their center of gravity mm. and really drive into the ice. Whereas he raises his center of gravity and has the the very quick feet, quick steps, quick edge work <coughs> to get accelerated up the ice. So I think when he does get sticks on him or or bodies on him, he doesn't have a strong base. If you were to compare him to a player like Sidney Crosby, who is a, a real wide track skater, who yep. even when he's accelerating has a very strong base. McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon as well. So I think that's what makes it kind of easier for McDavid to go down. Now, is it still a penalty? Well, it could be. But I think the referees take things like that into consideration. Um, and lastly, my in my opinion, I think superstars in the NHL should have to earn it. That's mm. what makes them super. Uh, I don't want to see superstars gifted time and space. I want to see them earn time and space. And to me, I appreciate that much more than the highlight reel stuff. Yep. Um, I like playoff hockey where it is tough. You have to scratch and claw for every piece of ice out there. So, um, you know, to the, the question that's posed to me and the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter, I think suck it up. But... Um, you know, it, it is interesting and uh, it's something that all superstars have gone through too. Like Crosby, when he started out, yep. he was notorious for complaining to referees and, uh, and things Even like apologised for it. He did. So, you know, I'd be curious to see, even though McDon- Connor McDavid has uh, had a number of seasons in the league now, he's still, you know, he's still considered a young player. Yep. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the calls get tightened up around him going forward and if we see... Um, them get put on the power play now mate their power play is lethal best Mm. in the league so uh that could be another reason why the referees are a little hesitant to call penalties because it's going to impact the game so drastically when they get scored on now it's easy to sit here remove all emotion and say that doesn't matter call the penalty but uh you know there's there's rules and there's case books and then there's just that feel that that feel that you get by being in the fabric of the game Mm. and uh Mm. That, that can't be taught. It just comes with experience, and uh, I think those referees maybe hasn't it because of that. But uh, I don't something, think that's something that you can just change. And it's not black and white. I guess is what I'm trying to say, Maddie. All right, excellent, mate. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, wake up, mate. I can tell you. Yeah, that. no, I, I took all of that in. It was it was excellent. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's good. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for episode 34, David. We've been well over an hour. Um, we appreciate everyone listening. We know everyone's excited to get going with the space launch, mate, but what do you want to say to the listeners before we wrap up? Yeah, look, we were a bit flat today. It was a bit, a bit long-winded, but a lot's been happening, and I think uh, obviously you, you come to the flyby for the news. We think we've brought everyone up to speed. The rosters are out there now. Get to know your teammates. Watch out for Facebook groups because likely each team has a group chat or a Facebook page that you'll get invited into and... Uh, communicate with your team mates on and such 
Yep. And, uh, mate, we look forward to uh, next week where hopefully we hear about uh, yourself becoming uh, a father. Mm. And uh, good luck to you and Maddie. Thank uh, you, mate. For that, mate. And uh, everyone, don't worry. The flyby's not going anywhere. We have uh, mystery guest co-hosts yeah. next week. It will be back. Doing their best to push Matt and Lindsay out. That's and, right. And claim that seat permanently. So. And also Dave's Reading Corner might be making a comeback as well. Well, mate, I'm going to be at the control. So yeah, we may we'll read see. the whole chapter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, thanks so much for listening. And we will see you next week.